The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt L. Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious How about, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler. Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. This is episode 307 and I'm your host, Don DeLaRente. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? I know I was going to be back all out on the network. I mean, you know. Shows not getting posted and ladies taking over last week. So I was out of a job. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you got to understand when your workhorse needs a rest. And so give you a, a couple of days relaxation, come back refreshed, ready for this mothership episode, which is going to be a grind. So, you know, I'm trying to look out for you. Yeah. Not, you're not feeling it? <laughs> no, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, you know, I was just wanting to hear that episode, you know, just to hear to see how things going. But, you know, he was like, oh, it was uploaded, ready to go, but we had bad weather. I was like, damn, dog. Oh, shoot, that's probably going to be the last episode. Yeah, we'll pull it back out for a, a, a Patreon page, I guess. <laughs> you can pull Great it back out. But um, thank you to the ladies for taking over last week, previewing the Royal Rumble. Always a yes. very fun episode. Miss Simi. Miss Jade to the max. Miss Simi was the winner. She got four out of five correct. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. So congratulations to her. Um, thank you to everybody who joined us in the live tweet and the spaces. You were uh yeah, I had obligations. You were I had you obligations. I was I was there you, in the very beginning. Dead. I was in the spaces, but I was in the live tweet. You weren't in the spaces, you weren't dead. So shout out to <laughs> and we had a nice little turnout. Yeah, nice little turnout. We was we was for like almost twenty folks that came in there. Nice. It was in there. So you know we had a nice little turnout. So yeah, shout out to myself. Shout out to Miss B. Shout out to Khaled Ren. Shout out to Anwar. Shout out to Black Howland, Black Marvel. Um, shout out to Girl Lissa. Um, shout out to everybody else who came through. It was some new faces in there as well too. Here's just one thing I'll say. For me, Don might let you come up and and whatnot. But my thing is, if I don't know you, if none of my peoples can vote vouch for you, I might bring you up. That's just the rule I got because folks like to troll, and we don't play that. I don't play that. Don might be the diplomatic one to let you come up and 
let you have your talk, but like, you know, we ain't got time for that. Like having healthy conversations in the spaces and we like to, you know, we like to have a good time. We want to be on the bike going, you know, asking 50 million questions about, you know, no making comments. Sorry, Alyssa asked all the questions, so I give her a pass. Um, nobody told us, oh man, AEW's better. You know, why I watch WWE or wrestlers fake. Like, nah, don't play like that. Don't don't play us like that. Cause you will get jumped in there and you will get kicked out. <laughs> well, so. that was a PSA from Mo to the underscore Reese. So y'all yeah. better be uh, at the join us like he was in there with us. Like we ain't see no WrestleCast. Um, I could no WrestleCast account in that space with I us. Couldn't, I couldn't. Using the, using, the, using the hashtags. Yeah, using the hashtags. But you were in there with us. You know, cutting up and voicing out displeasure with this pay per view. Mm, now, see, Kyle oh, and Ren. Okay, wait, wait, my bad. Premium live event. <laughs> see, Kyle It's not pay per view anymore. Premium live event. Right. Kyle and Ren always want to talk about Britt Baker being some MID. Mm. That's, <laughs> that was the epitome. Of this year's Royal Rumble. But first, uh, let me get your thoughts on what you thought about Naomi and Sonya Deville from SmackDown on Friday. You remember? SmackDown. You remember that? SmackDown. Huh? This ain't SmackDown. Well, this is the WrestleCast. This is the RawCast. This is the no, WrestleCast. Yeah. So WrestleCast proper. Yeah. yeah the WrestleCast proper. This the mothership. So we can so get I have it to in. talk about it. Damn. <laughs> Not damn technicality. Okay. Um so I th- we thought you no, know, we all was watching. We thought this was gonna come to an end, but we were sadly mistaken. But it was good to see Naomi get the win over um Sonya Deville. But Sonya had to be the petty one and get her last and get the last laugh in. And declare herself for the rumble. So that's 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 fine. But it was a good match. You know, Naomi got a chance, got a chance to get back at it. But I know as you know, we'll as we'll talk about later on, we'll see. We really understand why, you know, Petty is not a good color for Sonya. But that's your people's though. Oh yeah, I told you I, I rocked with I mean, okay, <laughs> no doubt. I rocked with Sonya, but Petty is still um not a good color for her. So we're here to talk about the Royal Rumble. Like I said, thanks everybody who was in the Twitter spaces with Mo using the hashtag to live tweet Miss Cami D. Miss Oh, Simi. shout out to my girl, um, um, my girl um, Jay. She came through. She was. She, I saw you the hashtag, and she was in the, in the in the hashtag. You know, so it's cool. Shout out to her. Um, never never good um, wrestling fan who. Um, I didn't know I was watching wrestling until she would, um, we would, I would post, like, I would, we would tweet about it. And the next thing you know, she would at me and talk about certain things. I was like, oh, you watch? I was like, well, I was like, I told her, I said, give the invitation. I said, anytime you want to tweet with my folks and everything, I said, you can come over here and the hashtag. I said, I said, we ain't going, I said, we not one of those, we actually have good, healthy conversations here. So, and she came over and joined us in the, um, in the Rumble hashtag. So, you know, I mean, Rumble cast hashtag. So, Good um, shout out to Jay for rolling with us. Hope, hopefully, we can um, she can come back 
Well, I hope, I don't know. I said I'm not watching Blood Money Five, so. <sighs> so I'm gonna watch it because he has to report on the stuff. But your boy wrote to the underscore Reese. He ain't firing up Peacock. I might know what I'm, I'll do. I'll watch something. I'll watch an old pay per view from years ago and watch it in place of that because I'm not reporting Blood Money Five. Am I supporting Blood Money Five? Unfortunately, if they can get to the level of the last one, it's going to be a damn good show because the last one was good. I know how people feel about the politics of it, and and and, but the unfortunately, you can't get that type of quality matchups with good, decent booking on a regular basis. But they can pull it off when they get to Saudi because they got the big enough stars that people care about. They can get them over there. That's what I think the synopsis of this whole show is going to be about with the Royal Rumble. But we'll get into it now. We start with. There was no pre-show, so skip that. Yep. The Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, defending his SmackDown Universal, excuse me, world title. Against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Now hold on, hold on. Now before we continue, before we continue on, you know, everybody was voicing their displeasure. Why the champion coming out first? Why the champion coming out first? They know the champion is supposed to come out first. Champion supposed to come out last. The champion coming out first. That's disrespectful. Da, 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 da. I mean, it was a whole bunch of tweets scoring up about how. It was disrespectful that Roman came out first. They know Roman gonna come out and take his Murray little time to get to the ring. He gonna walk and y'all ain't gonna now booing him, cheering him, women drooling and passing out. <laughs> and they saw Michael Jackson in the flesh. And that was they a long walkway too. Say again. So that was a long walkway too. Yeah. Oh, you, okay, we're gonna talk about that too. But yeah, that was a long walk. But continue on. So Seth Rollins comes out, but not to the Seth Rollins music that we know and love. But Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins comes out to the Alpha, Delta, Omega, It's the Shield, through the crowd, full shield regalia, playing the ultimate mind games with the champion, Roman Reigns. I mean, he came down. Did Miss V pass heard... out? Did y'all have to revive her? <laughs> we was just too busy yelling, saying um, Seth is a goddamn is a goddamn um, troll, <laughs> and uh, about how petty he is. And he came out there. So he came out there. You heard the um, Sierra. Um, how did that that alphabet goes? And you heard the shit. I was like, oh, I was like, and Seth, everybody started panning the crowd and he started seeing Seth walking down the steps. So my friend, to one of my old one of my old friends um who watched and wrestled with for years, he um we used to we used to watch, we used to um he would always say, um, Seth Rollins did the gear, the gears of um the gears of war flip. So whenever so whenever Seth did the Gears of Wolf Flip, he would text out, 
he would post on Facebook, Seth Rollins uh, with the Gears of War flip. Yes. <laughs> and so we did it. He had tagged me to somebody else's and I was like, yeah, some good times right there. But that was that was some some classic nostalgic stuff. Now everybody wanted the um the blonde streak to be in there. That would have really sent us off. <laughs> <laughs> Seth takes too long with his burn it down stomps and gets caught with the spear. Before Roman can make the cover, Rollins starts laughing and holds out the shield fist bump. Instead of falling for the trap, Roman grabs the guillotine, but Seth Rollins makes the rope with a big assist from Charles Robinson. Did he, okay, I was about to say, did he really make the rope? <laughs> that hand came over, and next thing you know, it dropped down. It's like, damn, Charles, can you not make that so obvious? The one time uh, uh, your boy Bucky Beaver couldn't cut the camera, right? Right. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Like, we'll talk about him. Uh, but hold up. This this reminds me of something else. Um, real quick, going back in time real quick. Um, I was listening to Eric Bischoff's, who's been making a lot of appearances on WWE TV as of late, but that's another story. Um, so he was talking about how um, the, the, the first NWO sold out pay-per-view, mm-hmm. how referee T.B. Anderson... Um, kind of screwed the outsiders for the titles or whatnot and how the, when they won he um there was a whole the whole controversy that came on Monday night um on Nitro and he got fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got fired by um Eric Bischoff and that whole story that whole story how that played out which was still a classic um classic little story right there. But um yeah Eric Bischoff. It kind of reminded me it, 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 it was going down the road to that, but it didn't. <laughs> Eric Bischoff is snooping around the chicken coop because they're selling TV stuff, man. That's what he do. He's a TV what? They're selling TV rights. They're pitching. They're pitching the show to the streaming services. And the streaming rights, and that's what he is. He's a salesman. Wow. Yeah, because him and Conrad was at um, I think they went to one of the WWE shows. I think it was one of the shows. Cause they was backstage. They was um, and I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. See, Eric Bischoff at this particular time understands that his value as a consultant and rights and television is more valuable to WWE than any of his creative stuff is. So they had him in the wrong role before. But if they bring him back as just this and be like, uh, let me get you on screen every now and then or use you as a utility man here and there. But this is what we really need you to do for us. I think he's down with that. More than, oh, okay. you know, man, you know, man the, put you uh, try to put you through the ringer, yeah, of all this... <laughs> Creative Look, thinking. I mean, can you, like I say all the time, like I could, I, man, maybe once I'd be able to take it and swallow it. But man, if, if I'm out here and I don't work like five days out of a week trying to like wring my brain out creatively, 
and come up with these stories and these devices to move things forward and you read it over once and tear it up man <laughs> right <laughs> man oh my gosh but uh, back to Seth and Roman uh, Roman does not let go of the guillotine uh, Charles Robinson is counting and he gets to five and he has no other choice but to disqualify Roman so Roman retains the title uh, of course, the finish is not what anybody wanted uh, to a match that was real good. The match itself was hot, definitely what you wanted to open the match to be. After the match, Rowan grabs a chair and he destroys Seth Rollins, a la how Seth Rollins turned on him to break up the shield. It's kind of like Roman finally got his 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 vengeance against Seth Rollins. Uh, for all those many years ago with the famous chair shot to the back. Mm-hmm. They did some chair good storytelling, man. Mm-hmm. Roman was going for all his stuff. Seth seemed to have counters for it. Seth had a lot of confidence. Roman seemed to be grasping for straws, kind of getting desperate, and his desperation there at the end led to a disqualification. He didn't have his boys come down there and save him or help him out, get him out of a pinch. So, yeah, I think I thought they told a, a fantastic story with the ending to give you a rematch. But who knows how long down the line that rematch is going to be now. We go to the Women's Royal Rumble. I am not going to go through each and every thing that happened. I'll talk about some of the major things, though. Sasha Banks, who we saw return on SmackDown on Friday, uh, she was number one. Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon, Sasha Banks. Oh, my goodness. Um, and Melina was number two. Um, everybody seemed to um, wonder what it was Melina's been eating over the last uh, few years <laughs> because uh, there's a notable difference. And uh, and her appearance these days. So, of course. And that's not the only appearance that's looked different, but we won't. (laughs) So, uh, you know, Melina does her famous entrance with the red carpet, comes down, takes forever to get her uh, coat off, though, and finally gives us the Mm. split into the ring. Mm. Um, Mm. We have Mm. a brief uh, interaction between her and Sasha. Sasha eliminates Melina. And then Sasha Banks displays her flexibility with her own splits in the ring. Yeah, and who was that that said, I see why? Oh, um, that was Young Lil Foot. Huh? That was Young Lil Foot. Lil Foot. Yeah, Lil Foot was like, um, I see why that little that little dude sit in the back and makes her uniforms, makes her makes a gear and just keeps quiet. <laughs> they was doing a little they was doing a um, a split a split contest. A little back and forth outside. I was like, mm. I was like, incredible. I was, I, I was, that was like, mm. yes. Um, so here are the list of entrants that were not announced. We had Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, <laughs> Ariana Grande. If somebody because that was not kept the Kelly Kelly that I know. <laughs> uh, Michelle McCool, 
Uh, number 13 in the Royal Rumble, number one in my heart, Cameron. <laughs> oh, when I saw her come out and um, Julia Julia was like, hey, are you walking out? I said, no. I'm like, that's Dawn's girl. <laughs> and that's why I say, I wasn't going to say, I said, I said, there's a rumor about somebody might come in, might pique your interest. And you say it might be Cameron. I said, I don't know. It's always. Always my go-to. Ivory was there. The right to censor Ivory. Her bit was yes, great. Right to censor Ivory. <laughs> Alicia Fox, well, Ivory. your girl. You know she's sixty. Yeah, yeah. Ivory, yeah. She looks great. And still looking good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alicia Fox with the black hair. Lord, and then somebody, and then somebody mentioned, um, Dan, where's camera at? Because you know. Her and Alicia, her and Alicia, the um, the tough enough question. No, somebody asked where was stole was stole the stone cold shake his head. <laughs> the, the, the um, who she said Alicia Fox and somebody else match was her favorite match. And Stone Cold was like in disbelief that she said. <sighs> uh, Sarah Logan, she returned. Uh, you know, I was going to, I was going to say. You know that we got to give the people what they want, but then I realized that was um, that's an AEW phrase, so <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't they couldn't get the people what they wanted. Molly Holly and Ronda mm. Rousey. Shane, Shane with Nikki. Um, oh damn! Some I forgot what somebody called the ASH. Um, some it was it was hilarious too, but. Um, damn shame what she did to um, Molly, Molly Holly. Holly. I know, man. I know. Um, so Cyan Deville, it was notable here. Cyan Deville came out as a competitor in the Royal Rumble. Of course, she had the jacket on. She was not involved in the match until Cameron got in the here's ring. But here's a question: You know, if you got the jacket on, why not sit out there until it starts getting down to the down road? Because her hate and disgust for Naomi is too large. It consumes her. Yeah, it like, feeds her. Right. She saw Cameron and she saw Red. <laughs> yeah, they talked about Naomi and Cameron's relationship and it kind of threw a spark inside DeVille's mind that, oh, Naomi would be real pissed if something happened to her, right? And so... Yeah, what, happens, what happens next? She eliminates Cameron. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the very next person out is Naomi, who is not in a very happy mood. She goes and checks on Cameron. And then she proceeds to go after Sonya Deville. Um, Naomi does eliminate Sonya. But then when Naomi is nearly eliminated, she catches herself with her feet. She's doing a handstand. Uh, you know, hands on the floor, feet caught up in the ropes. So she's not eliminated yet. And she's getting ready to make her big save spot. Here comes Sonya Deville to grab her hands and pull her out from underneath the rope and eliminate our girl, Naomi. So bullshit. Shasta Banks coming off an injury was number one, but she got eliminated uh, before they got to like around number 15. I think around number 12 or 13, she got eliminated. A lot of people were upset about that but it was like man she's just coming back off an injury it's good that she was even in the Mm -hmm. rumble she wasn't even supposed to be in there so y'all chill out um 
Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, uh, Shayna Baszler. Those were kind of your last words. Uh, Ronda Rousey did not need hmm? to be in this match. Ronda Rousey did not need to be in this match. I get it. She's coming up. She's coming back from from her time off. She needed to be in this match. She didn't need it. Well, Ronda eliminates Charlotte. And Ronda wins the Women's Royal Rumble. But you know who you forgot to mention? What's that? You know who you forgot to mention? The TNA Women's Champion? Well, yeah, she came out there with a the title and everything. Hardcore country, all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, there's one person you forgot to mention. Who? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it was I ain't gonna lie I even watched it and when she came out there I even was like <laughs> I don't know no, why no. she's more likable than Nikki Bell I just don't know why she is but she is no, it's, just, it's just so funny so the local Wrestling podcast listen to here. They when they started saying fuck 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 that, <laughs> and that just ruined the song for me because now every time she if she if she makes an appearance and they play her theme song, that's what we hear. We just hear fuck that. <laughs> it's just so funny. But yeah, but it was just like, and she got paid back for when um Nikki eliminated her years ago, mm-hmm. and so she went. And repaid the back. And she did the guest movement. Mm-hmm. And we was like, "Hey, um, I was like, your dad. What happened to you, what happened to your husband? He was, he was here. Now he's gone. I mean, I see a clone of him over on in um, and on the other channel. But you know, oh, but speaking of which, speaking of um, I have to go back real quick. But you notice, Pat McAfee always says Mots. He starts to reference Mots as Big Nan Bro as Mots uh-huh. on the show. I'm sure Vince probably is like screaming his head, don't say Mots! Get <laughs> 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 that shit out! <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, but it's just kind of wild that he's been saying Mots and then um, Michael Cole comes up and says Big Nan Bro's kind of, kind of um, finishes it up. I was like, We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We almost had like half the field of the Women's Royal Rumble were people who were considered legends or returning, right? Guess who guess who didn't? Guess who extended the invite and said, fuck that, I'm not coming back. Um, Lana. Of course, she, well, I don't know if Lana. I don't know. They. I don't know. I heard she was ex off of the invite, but I don't know if I've heard that she turned it out or not. First, it was um the double iconics. They said no. They said fuck you. No, we're not coming back. But y'all fave was offered the spot to come back 
And she said she turned the man. Who? Nia Jax. Oh. She um was on here's a bit of a Mo Melsa preview for y'all. <laughs> she was on the uh, Renee. You know they changed that from all sessions to the sessions now. <laughs> uh, of course, she knew that was gonna yeah. eventually get of course censored because yeah. you know well yeah good tr- so, good, good trial Renee it was it was a good one while it lasted yeah but um so she, um she's on on today's episode and so Naya basically said they call her and offered her a spot and she said no I'm still within my ninety days. And um, and it was like she said, like you're still not making me, you're still making, me, you're not making me an offer because of something like that. She said, and she says, no, I'm not coming back. No. Yeah, because she's even to mess up her money. Nope. <laughs> Smart. She's like, nope, not coming back. So going to mess up my contract yeah. money that you still owe me in my ninety days. Come back and wrestle for you. She said, "Deuces, bitches!" So you can mess around with my, so you can jack around with my money. No, good for her. She was like, "No," she's like, "I'm still within my ninety days, so I'm not coming back." Wow. She told y'all. Becky Lynch defeated Dewdrop. She hit Superman handle slam off the second rope to retain the title this was uh, a match with very little drama but it was good to see Dewdrop in this spotlight be able to have a match with extended time against someone like Becky show what you you know what we have all known is that she can really go uh, but you know it just didn't have any drama to it it's in a bad spot right after the women's Royal Rumble That led us into the WWE title match between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. So we start off Suplex City, of course. Uh, Bobby Lashley no-sells it, gets up, gives Brock a German suplex. Brock is uh, pleasantly surprised, and uh, I think Bobby earns some respect from him. But as we get into the match, the F5 is countered, and Lashley grabs the hurt lock out of nowhere. Lesnar can't power out of it, but he can drive Lashley into the corner, which crushes the referee in the process. Lashley goes for the hurt lock again, but this time Lesnar reverses it into the F5. There's no one to count the fall. And here comes Roman Reigns to spear Brock Lesnar in half. Reigns then stares down at Paul Heyman, who hands over that WWE title. The big belt shot to the head. Knots Lesnar silly. Another referee comes down to count the pinfall. And we have a new WWE champion, and his name is Bobby Lashley. And Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns walk off as we sunset together. <laughs> Boy, Cammy D, and they just be calling Paul all kinds of names outside of his real name, I swear. Yeah. This was good. This was real good. It's a swerve, bro. It is. 
and not Isaiah either. But it uh, it set up a very predictable ending, though. Mm. And that kind of sets up what we're going to see going forward. Next up, the It Couple. Ms. Maurice versus the Grit Couple, Edge and Beth Phoenix. Um, which Whose team's gear did you like the best? Did you like Ms. and Maurice's team gear? Did you like Edge and Beth Phoenix's team gear? Um, Beth, because she paid homage to Luda Vachon. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. I wonder if Sable was it. I wonder if Sable was in the back and got scared and ran and hit. You know what? I was able to get scared. They were in the same stable for a minute. Yeah, but Luna Rashawn was very mean to her. They were in the same stable for a minute. That, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> Luna, no. Luna Rashawn didn't like her. Look at her and look at, look at Luna and look at Sable. Like the words little Kim, if I was you, I hate me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Ms. Maurice. Maurice hits a top rope hurricanrana on Edge, and the skull-crushing finale from the Miz gets a two-count. Beth Phoenix comes back in, and her and Edge perform a double spirit to the Miz, setting up stereo glam slams for the double pin. And the grit couple, Edge and Beth Phoenix, are your winners. They did not need to win this match. Oh, Heal Life Supreme over here tonight. Huh? I said, you want some Heal Life Supreme tonight. That's just what I'm saying, though. They didn't, I mean, they didn't need to win this match. They could have gave it to Amazing Maurice, let it build up for... Run it back at WrestleMania? Yeah. And what, though? Well, because like you would need some type of stipulation or something. You know they ain't gonna do no mixed tag match. It's what is mixed tag? Where uh Edge and Maurice can wrestle each other. You know that ain't happening. Or vice well, you know, Miz and Beth Phoenix could probably actually do a little something for a few minutes and it'd be decent. But yeah, Maurice and Edge on the other end, no, I don't think that would work out as well. It wouldn't. So that's what a mixed tag match is versus an intergender match. Pretty much. Yeah. That's when we scratch the break. Young Jeezy would be proud of Maurice. For real. I, I, <laughs> I thought it picked up towards the middle. I thought that in the beginning they were trying to be real cute, but then once it kind of picked up a little bit. Yeah, once it got towards the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like, y'all act like if somebody was saying y'all act like Maurice is not a former champion, I said they sure up not mm-hmm. acting like she's not a former champion. Mm-hmm. Well, they had her playing such a scared role that you know, I mean, yeah, we get it. Beth Phoenix is strong. She can play and... that Maurice can go. Hmm? She just she just she just plays the role that she's meant to play. Right. Right. Now it's time for the Men's Royal Rumble. AJ Styles and Nakamura, they start off the Royal Rumble, taking it back to some, yeah, some New Japan vibes, so that was fun. Uh, 
Um, Bad Bunny and Shane McMahon were the only two surprise entrants in this year's Rumble. Um, wow. Now, see, we've been talking about... They kind of spoiled, they kind of spoiled, they kind of spoiled um, Bad Bunny being there because we saw the pictures. They posted a picture back from backstage of um, him talking to Undertaker. Mm. Now, so it kind of looks like they that one. We've heard for at least the last two weeks leading up to this, all of this WWE reaching out, WWE forbidden door, WWE maybe trying to do this and trying to do that and trying to ask this person and asking that person and 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 reaching out across this company and that company to see who they could bring in to the Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly, based on the men's Royal Rumble, those were all lies. That's just WWE trying to throw something out there so they don't get left behind when it comes when it comes to the forbidden door conversation. They did what they could with the women's division, but I don't think that they try to lick in the men's division. They didn't. And again, that's why you have to, if you're into this wrestling media and this wrestling news, you have to always take a half a step back when you hear too many people saying too much of the same thing without any proof yet of it coming true. Because mm-hmm. everybody is getting fed the same lies and they're reporting it as news. Yep. This rumble was so bad, Kofi even botched his signature save spot. That he did, because apparently it was supposed to be more, supposed to be more stops with um, Big E coming out, but they had to go to the replay and show that he did touch the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, after his loss in the WWE title match, Brock Lesnar is number thirty. He eliminates Drew McIntyre and he wins this year's Royal Rumble. It was hilarious. Brock circling the ring with Bad Bunny and Simmy's in the in the hashtag screaming, get away from um, Benito. <laughs> Give a shout out to Bad Bunny though for uh continuing to be impressive in ring. And um, you know Okay, F five. Yeah, if you like, I think my friend looked at him and said, "My kids love you, so I'm not going to hurt you too bad." <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely, it, if he, if he, you know, I don't know what his age is, but you know, once he is uh, done with the music career as a full time profession, he definitely could come over to WWE, and I don't think people would blink an eye and have a. A issue if he wanted to kind of do this at a real rate. I mean, I think he's just as good as Dominic Mysterio is right now. Um, yeah, but he he making too much money. Um, 
Well, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you can't. I mean, at some point in life, Everybody you get enough money and you don't have to do your job anymore money. and you can go chase your dreams and passions. That money's only 27, so he got plenty of time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's going to get to a point where I think he's going to say he has enough money and he can go chase his dreams and passions. And so if he wants to go spend three years in WWE, sign the contract, and let's go and give it a run. Here's the here's the thing. So, I mean, not here's the thing, but um, so Miz was on the podcast and he was saying how it was working by training with him mm-hmm. last year for that um WrestleMania match, and right. Miz was basically like, you know, giving him praise, saying, you know, he's in the ring. He's like, and Miz was like, he said he was itching to get in there with him. He was like, no, I gotta get in there and work with him to see see what we can do, mm-hmm. and so. You know, Miz was like, you know, he was coming with ideas. He was coming with ideas that he said he said he was coming with ideas that were actually good. And he was like, he said he got the psychi- the psychology um, psychology down and everything. And he was just like, um, he said, you know, sometimes they pitch ideas and they'd be like, no, no, not with this guy. But Miz was like, no, he could it could pretty much work. You know, so so. Mad Bunny definitely has, you know, he can't. Yeah, a lot of fans in the back that were saying they was like, you know, he could come and, you know, come, you know, to the key games to WWE and did what they were supposed to, and did what they did. So it was like, yeah, a lot of respect. And for him to come back and do it again, you know, because the last year Royal Rumble, he just came off flying off the top rope mm-hmm. on Miz and Boston. This year he came up in there and eliminated two people. Eliminated two folks, two people, which was pretty dope in itself. Um, very underwhelming Royal Rumble. Usually this yes. match can send you into different directions, continue some angles or spin off onto some new things. And except for a few things in the women's Royal Rumble, you really didn't have that throughout the men's Rumble. Um, everything was basically set up to get us back to where we were uh, going into day one. Like, if you think about where we were on January 30th, the day before Roman got sick, this is exactly where we are now with Brock having the title mm-hmm. shot to go against Roman at WrestleMania. Who was that date again? Huh? Sir. Who was that date again? January 30th, right? Because the 31st was when they said he got sick and the 1st is when the event was. I want you to... I want oh, but December. December. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. No, that, that was just... That was just... This. Yeah, that, that was, was just, just like two um, days ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. Well, thank I'm you. And then you repeat that again. <laughs> yeah, thank you. December, December thirtieth. Excuse me, y'all. You know what I meant. You no, know it was in my heart. But anyway, like I put on Twitter. I mean, we sacrificed Big E's title run for this, and then he don't get no rematch. And to make sure he ain't gonna get no rematch. Y'all like, oh yeah, he on SmackDown now. But you know what's funny? Uh, nope, we'll, we'll talk about this on on the raw on the raw segment. 
the broadcast segment. Speaking of which, we're going to bust through this uh, lot of Monday Night Raw, too. Uh, Adam Pierce is basically here to set up the Elimination Chamber matches. He says Bobby's going to be defending that WWE title inside the Elimination Chamber. So, of course, MVP and Bobby come out and are like, man, we here to celebrate champagne and campaign because we beat Brock Lesnar. So, Bobby talks about he's a better wrestler, better mixed martial artist, and better champion. He says he asks who's the conqueror now, who's the beast now, who's the champion now. That's when Brock comes out in his full wrestling gear. He talks about how Lashley didn't really beat him. He says, but he isn't mad at him. Instead, he's mad at Roman Reigns and Paul. But what matters is that he won the Royal Rumble. He says, that isn't a joke. And Lesnar's going to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. He says, Lashley is involved too, though, because he's going to beat Bobby Lashley for his belt and it's going to be title for title at WrestleMania. So Brock challenges Lashley to a rematch right now. Lashley is taking his tie off, but MVP says, not so fast, though, because Lesnar has to earn it. Lesnar calls Lashley a chicken shit, and Lashley gets a lot more serious. MVP begs him not to. Lashley bails, but Adam Pierce says that Lesnar is going to be inside the elimination chamber. So he's not only going to get one shot at a title, he's going to get two shots at a title. I mean, he gets a. Uh, he came out there to me with an exercise in his rematch. And I said. <laughs> I thought there were no more rematch clauses. Technically, he didn't get a rematch because he's getting put in a different match, but the stakes are the same. Yeah, the stakes are the same. He's still getting a title opportunity. Don't make no difference. Yeah, the stakes are still the same. You talk about overkill. You talk about overkill. If the plans were to put Riddle to win and you still put Riddle in the Elimination Chamber and you still put Brock in the Elimination Chamber, you could have had Riddle win and then Brock win the Elimination Chamber and take him out of the spot. And then it would have just been like, oh, they don't really like each other for real. And then you could have really had some real, like, you know, work shoot type stuff. But, you know, who's thinking like that? Clearly they are. Uh, Nikki Ash got beat up by Rhea Ripley. She got hit with the Riptide. Clean win, clean pin. Now let's get ready for four more rematches over the next three weeks. Yeah. We recap Chad Gable losing the Spelling Bee. We also see him lose the singles match. So now it's time for Gable versus Riddle. Goddamn scooter race. Was Riddle dubbing his scooter Gustavo. After some complaining about last week, spelling and an introduction of R-Truth as the official starter, they're off with the first to complete 50 laps around the arena and cross the finish line at ringside as the winner. Who you think came up with that? Bruce? Think that was a Bruce thing? It might be a Bruce Fritcher special or some other writer because I know... Um, from it, when when I was on it on that when they broadcast, and she said writers come up with stupid stuff all the time. So I'm just thinking like, <laughs> there had to be a. Like, I know we could do a scooter race. For the fuck what? 
I guess they're trying to tie it into the Olympics with the Olympics being an NBC property with Raw being bumped next week due to the Olympics. Yes. Raw will be on sideline yeah. next week. Chad Gable with the um, ties to being an Olympian. And I'm pretty sure you've got some news and notes about a dude who won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck in the Mo Meltzer segment. So I think it's all tying in together. Oh, news about him? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? Okay. Well, when we get there, I'll throw in my little tidbit. Uh, so we come back to Alexa Bliss and the therapy. Um, Alexa Bliss is insisting that uh, she's had Lily since we, she was a kid. So we get a montage of Alexa Bliss and Lily causing havoc. The therapist asks what would happen if she could see Lily again. The therapist brings out a replica, and Alexa Bliss is very happy. Uh, we look back at Edge and Beth Phoenix beating Miz and Maurice at the Royal Rumble. Now we have Miz versus Dominic Mysterio. Miz has actual beef with Rey Mysterio, though, saying that he shouldn't be the cover of the new WWE video game coming out. So we have a little side story there. Miz kicks Dominic in the face, and then he trips himself and claims that Rey Mysterio did it. So that's enough to get Ray ejected from the ringside area. That distracts Dominic, and then the skull crushing finale follows that up, and Miz gets the win over Dominic Mysterio. Miz pulling the Eddie. <laughs> uh, Tamina gets uh, Tamina jumps Dana Brooke, but the beatdown gets interrupted by the scooter race. They're now on lap eighteen out of fifty. Uh, the scooter race continues. <laughs> Break. Huh? Nay, yeah, just started the race not too long ago. <laughs> the scooter race continues until Riddle runs into Amos. Riddle tells Amos, I've never noticed it before, but you have beautiful eyes as he rides off. Now it's time for the Kevin Owens show with Kevin Owens talking about how excited he is for the road to WrestleMania. He says he's going to be in the Elimination Chamber after he beats Austin Theory. But for now, it's time for the man who should be Universal Champion, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins comes out. He sits down. He says after the Cincinnati, after the Cincinnati Bengals who that chant, we get a highlight reel package on Rollins beating Romans via DQ when Reigns kept choking him out. In the arena, Owens says that was ridiculous, but Rollins says he has a permanent piece of real estate and Roman Reigns' head, and whenever he goes back there, he will come back with the Universal title. Seth says that's SmackDown business, though, and we are on Monday Night Raw. So there are some spots available in the Elimination Chamber, but some of them are being taken up by Seth Rollins. Kevin Owens isn't happy that Rollins got in without having to qualify. He thinks Rollins could convince Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville to just let him in. All he had to do was threaten to not wrestle unless Owens is in. Rollins says, uh... And then Austin Theory comes down to interrupt, and the match is on. That was very entertaining. Kevin Owens at his finest. Yep. Elimination Chamber match. Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory. Austin Theory kicks the ropes when Kevin Owens was trying to get back in from the outside. That's a low blow. He hits him with the ATL. And Austin Theory is going to Saudi Arabia. And he's going to be the one to take the pinfall in the Elimination Chamber. <sighs> You know, Kevin don't fuck with um, blood money either. You sure don't. So, you know. And neither does Gold. 
he do. I think Ronald was doing kind of the same, but Sammy's not allowed to go over there. Right. Uh, Otis gives well. Riddle runs into the street prophets and he's thirsty, and uh, so of course they got the red solo cups. They give him some of that num num juice, and uh, Chad Gable comes right up behind him and is like, "Yo, man, I need something to drink. I'm parched." Angela Dawkins is like, "Nah, fam." <laughs> and they walk off, and so Otis comes up with his own red cup, and gives it to Chad Gable. He sips it. Chad Gable's like, steak sauce? And Otis is like, yeah, only the best for you, boss. Gable's like, sodium. And pushes away as Otis drinks it. That shit was funny. Hilarious. (laughs) I swear, man, when we get to this conclusion, I'm going to have to take my hat off to Chad Gable. Angelo Dawkins versus Dolph Ziggler. Hometown boy Angelo Dawkins in a singles match. One time, one time. We all know how this is going to end. Uh, but no, in an upset, Ziggler's superkick is blocked, and Angelo Dawkins hits a spinning butterfly suplex, and Angelo Dawkins wins in his hometown. He had to celebrate in the ring and everything. Damn right he wins. Told y'all he's good. As, I just as, want him to get, y'all just want him to get... Y'all just want him... To get kicked out of the company, I want him. I want him to get. Um, you just want him to jump through the barbershop window. That's all. Y'all want him to get barbershop window, but it ain't gonna happen because he's showing that he can win matches in his own hometown, unlike other people who get beaten at hometown. That's a very true point, my friend. There are a lot of people who have not tasted the success. The Angelo Dawkins did in his hometown last night. Uh, we get an update that Gable and Riddle are coming down to the final lap. Um, stop me if you've heard this before, but Veer Mahan is coming to Raw. At least they changed it up this week. Of course they did. <laughs> uh it's time for the finals of the race. Our truth is in the arena and picks the Bengals as the winner when he's asked. Uh, so we're coming down to home stretch and Riddle knocks Gable down, leaving him with a banged up knee. But as uh, Riddle is getting ready to cross the finish line, Otis runs Riddle over and knocks him off his scooter. Chad Gable gets up and that allows him to win the race as he does like a victory lap around the fallen. <laughs> Riddle before he crosses the finish line. Riddle protests, but Chad Gable lists off all his own accomplishments, none of which required cheating. And Gable's like, thank you. He says Riddle can have his match, but against Otis. And he's, we have to hold on, though, because Adam Pierce has an announcement that this is now an Elimination Chamber qualifying match. So from the ridiculous mm. outfit... To the shoosh, mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. hey, I did this, I did this, I got a 4.0, and did any of that require cheating? To the doing the victory lap around him before he crossed the finish line? Chad Gable is out here making lemonade, son. Because none of this should have been as entertaining as it was. Right. And uh, that's 
90% on him. So, big ups to Chad Gable. Uh, Riddle wins the Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Floating Bro uh, hits Otis uh, when Otis was standing, knocks him down. Riddle pins him. Welcome to the Elimination Chamber, sir. You was funny? What's that? Randy was nowhere to be found. <laughs> uh, Randy was probably like, yeah, man, I'm chilling. I was just in the Royal Rumble, came in at number 29 and shit, you know. I did my 10, 15 minutes of work. I've been here in my hometown for a couple of days. I'm relaxing with my fam. Randy was, um... Randy probably was smoking that strain. <laughs> um, Bianca Belair beat Carmella in a very boring match that where Carmella, all she did was try to hold Binky down with the rear chin lock. Um, nothing to see here. Just Binky in the blue. That's the only thing that was really worth the watch here. Uh, Alexa Bliss is happy to see the Lily doll, who the therapist said he got from WWE Shop. Bliss holds the doll, and she smiles a lot. Um, you're supposed to notice, though, that she's becoming the old Alexa Bliss week in and week out. Her makeup and stuff gets lighter. Her eyes are getting lighter. The life is coming mm-hmm. back to her. Um, Chad Gable says he isn't happy with Otis's loss. But that's a good idea. The final part of the academic challenge will be a quiz bowl. Just like the Bengals losing their big game, RK Bro will lose too. Finally, during the um, Kevin Owens show, he was they was sharing. He said that he's like he was like I was there cheering for something. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, it was Kevin Owens who was in the ring with Elias when. Elias yep. had Cincinnati, uh, Seattle about ready to throw stuff <laughs> in the ring. I mean, he was talking about the, the Sonics and the Thunder. He's like, Seattle? It's like, what would they ever do? What would they ever do with a basketball team? <laughs> it's like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. He was like, but Oklahoma City? Yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> Man, those people were so mad. It was ready to um they had pitchforks and everything ready. Yeah, man. They was as mad as the people in the uh, Louisville, North Carolina game tonight. Louisville people was throwing mm. stuff on the court. It looked like it like WCW circa nineteen ninety seven. Oh man. <laughs> man, one man, night looking at ring. And you just see trash. Man, one night somebody hit Scott Hall. I don't know where this damn cup of coke came from. But this thing was lobbed perfectly over the top rope. Like it never even tumbled. It was like it kept the contents all the way till it hit him. And it hit him and it splashes all over him. And all he does is like flip his hair back and wipe his face. It's like, oh my gosh. Hey, what are you gonna do? He couldn't tell where it went from, but I mean that was just the insanity of WCW. Gitchaw got hit with something perfect too. He just smiled and just said, "Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Elimination Chamber qualifying matchup. We have Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles. Uh, Rey Mysterio goes for that seated senton, but AJ Styles rolls through it into the Styles Clash, and he pins Rey Mysterio. So AJ Styles is also going to be in the Elimination Chamber matchup. Uh, I thought this was a very good next to Kevin Owens and Austin Theory as far as wrestling wrestling goes. Uh, best two parts of the in ring of the night uh, were those two. You know who else was Styles Clash? Who? Um, over the weekend. Oh yeah, Michelle McCool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so we come to our final segment of the night where it's Ronda Rousey coming out. Ronda says she can't decide if she should pick Faye Charlotte or Rebecca at WrestleMania. She has a business business with both, but Rebecca is on her undercard. She says everyone will know that the baddest big time bitch is her. And here comes Becky Lynch saying that she wants an answer too and that the women's division has never been hotter. Lynch wants a decision, so Rousey grabs her by the arm and gives her a judo throw and says her decision will come on Friday. So, Ronda leaves, and uh, you think we're about to end the night when, no, here comes Lita. Becky isn't sure about this, but talks about being a fan when she was a kid. She makes a mistake asking why Lita is here, though, and the challenge for the Elimination Chamber is thrown out. Becky says no, but Lita manages to goad her into it. As we end the show. Now I'll tell you. Up until. I want to say. The end of the Ray. And AJ Styles match. After I was. After that I was asleep. Mm. I was like. It was siesta. And that was it. <laughs> Yeah, the Ronda Rousey segment, man, her, oh my gosh, so lackluster, no energy, low energy, so monotone. If she's supposed to be the babyface in this particular setup here, whether she's going against uh, Charlotte Flair or she's going to go against Becky Lynch, they're going to miscalculate that big time. And Sasha, I mean, excuse me, uh, Charlotte or Becky are, are going to be the default face and get cheered throughout that match because man, Ronda was terrible right here. She just, just nothing, no, no enthusiasm, no energy. Just was like, okay, this is what I'm here to say. I'm going to try to say it without messing it up, and let me leave. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Didn't this? I'm gonna hear that shit. Didn't inspire confidence um, by any means that, you know, she's excited to be here and having fun again. Mm-hmm. So, but that was uh, this weekend in wrestling on the WWE side. Um, your thoughts are on Raw and the Raw Rumble. <laughs> Did something better, better with my Saturday night. <laughs> That's why you have to try to incorporate your fun and your wrestling together, so you have like that alternative to turn to when the wrestling gets wonky. Mm-hmm. 
hey, it's Friday or Saturday. Jenny Jackson cured that for me. Oh, okay. But Rumble had had something great. And they fucked up the ending to Roman and Seth. Down here from there. And uh, Monday Night Raw. I was hosting the spaces, and I told them, I say, I'm about to end this, and y'all start another one up. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> oh, gosh. That bad, Hold huh? There's some good spots up on there. Bomb the net. I was just like, nope. I can't. And then Bishop was on Raw Talk. And I'm like, I'm like, Bishop been making a lot of appearances on the on the on the shows as of late. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Getting that consultant money. Huh? Getting that consultant money. It's a good thing though. Yeah, man, you're getting paid. It's getting paid. Well, all right, man, at this time, I'm going to turn it over to you for the Mo Meltzer new segment. <sighs> it's news. News and more news. <laughs> That's what it looks like. At first, we thought Ronda Rousey wasn't going to do house shows, but it looks like she'll be teaming up with Sasha at a bank at a live event in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Heard that. Yeah, Lavelle, Quebec. So, good job to them. It's going to be Ronda, it's going to be Rousey, and. Banks taking on Charlotte and Shayna Baszler. This is after um after Blood Money Five, like March sixth. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that happens. Um Okay, Don. We're gonna get our favorite Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to play our favorite game. Will Dawn Delarente watch um, main event this week? Our two matches are Veer Mahan versus Akira Tozawa, Liv Morgan versus Drop. Mm, I definitely would peek in on Liv Morgan versus Dewdrop, but uh, the first match, definitely no. I mean, we see why Viv Mahan is no Raw yet. <laughs> Keep making these main event pit stops. <laughs> so that's a um, so that is no. That's a no? That's a no? Yeah, that's a no. That's a no. All right. Um, 
Brian Kendrick was great in his release. Oh, that's good for Brian Kendrick. I know that people were they were it was pending, but I'm glad that he uh, he finally got it. Yeah, he got his release, but not um, Mustafa Ali. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who was not at the Rumble? Neither was Apollo Cruz. Neither was Cedric Alexander. Neither was. Shout Benjamin. <laughs> Just saying though. Mm-hmm. Um oh, um, congrats to um Angel Gaza and his um wife Zadi Los Longs um Lozano, they expecting their first um, child together. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Velveteen Dream's been on um, the podcast. Yeah, finally uh, trying to come out from out of that hole. Yeah. So basically, he, he admits to Rubbing people, he was called up to Raw. Remember, we was talking about how he was backstage at Raw. Mm-hmm. He was getting all up, but he wasn't um, too friendly. He wasn't. He was like he. I guess the whole pandemic had started, and he was wasn't shaking hands and being up in folks' face and everything. He wasn't. He wasn't brown nosing and smooching up to the right people. Mm-hmm. And he also talked about his the WWE's internal investigation to his allegations. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I like to throw this in there as well. Well, since you're talking about Josh Fuller and the convenient social media turnaround, Josh Fuller was the one who decided to show up on social media with his bullshit allegations. He started the fire hashtag Velveteen Dream. Um, the hashtag Fire Velveteen Green. That's what it cost me. Um, an investigation was done by WWE and went on record and said there was nothing that WWE could found that would incriminate me or cause any concern for the company. Again, a company that sells to children and I'll be accused of soliciting sex for minors. I mean, come on, WWE found nothing. <laughs> they tried to put me um, back in the program one of the top stars and after the Velveteen Dream hashtag blew up. Um, someone was doing a digital audience and in that place throwing a person is the hashtag. Um, in that place instead of a person, oh, this is the, um, I guess it was doing the um, Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. They instead of a person, in that place instead of a person, it's the hashtag Fire Velveteen Dream. Mm. He went back and said that they each to bring him back. Um, the bottom, he said he admitted, he said despite several efforts, though he admitted that the, he was affecting the bottom line within that moment. Um, yeah. Velveteen Green started the trend. Probably Fire Velveteen Green started the trend, and that was that. They got the shareholders, so, you know, it cost him his career. Well, it's, uh, 
it's definitely unfortunate, even though he kind of doesn't address a lot of the things he brought upon himself as far as his legal issues and how they try to, you know, hold him back and keep him off TV in hopes that it would die over, blow over. No, he said they did that. Oh, he, he, said, did? he said that. He said, yeah, he said they, um, he said WWE gave me time trying to distance me from the travesty of it all. And they brought me back to work on a small scale to work with one of their main car guys. I got a couple months out of that, but five Velveteen Dream was still trending. So he said they tried to they tried to keep him off TV. Remember, we remember we didn't see him for a while, and they were saying what was wrong with me. He was saying Triple H said he had a back issue and everything mm-hmm. that was going on. Tried to bring him back, and no bugger. Nope. But I mean, Riddle's still there, so it's Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we see it. Let's see what else. But what you talking about, um, Kurt Angle? Well, apparently, Kurt Angle says that that they have some things in the works for him and they're going to be bringing him back to TV here very, very soon. And I was thinking that maybe he's going to come and be a part of this RK Bro Alpha Academy thing in some way to try to stop Chad Gable from, you know, his evil plan from coming to fruition. Oh, okay. Michael had Michael work. Because um, they talked about uh, Riddle talked about he didn't have any integrity. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. So, speaking of which, um, looks like it's been plans to have Riddle versus Orton at supposed to have been um supposed to have been blown off at SummerSlam last year, but obviously it didn't work out. So now they're talking about WrestleMania. Apparently in the cards this this would this would this pipe would have went over quote unquote well with us. Ritter was was penciled in to win the Rumble. Hmm. That's interesting. Very interesting. Um. Yeah. So. Um. That's me. That would be interesting. They got to figure out how to. I know Vince doesn't want any one person to be bigger than the company, but he's also got to figure out how to get a group of people over. Like he can't he he can't just get one or two. He needs like four or five different people right now, men's division and women's, 
to get over to give his show some juice because the Royal Rumble show, man, they don't have nobody with no real juice. Roman, the needle mover shirt fits him perfectly because between him and Brock, that's it, really. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, yeah. Um, Ric Flair's divorce of his fifth wife, his current wife. Yeah, yeah, Ric Flair was out in uh, the Texas Tech basketball game tonight acting up. I'm, I'm sure he was. Getting them hyped before they played Texas. Uh, the, te- the Texas Tech football coach is like the a big Ric Flair mark, so I, I know that dude was in heaven today. Um, I don't know if you see this picture of um, Naomi and Cameron. Um, they took a picture together, which is dope of them. Yeah, are they doing? You know I need I, to I, see I, a TikTok I, of them doing the front the dackle entrance though. Be dope, huh? I was watching them. I was. I said it was dope. I said I was. I was watching Total Divas because of them. I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Um, Cameron still got that attitude. Was it Naomi and said, girl bipolar? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Um... Let's see what else. Um, I think. Um, oh, here's the thing. So, so basically, the Chamber Man. They said Chamber Man apparently had some heat. He was like um, backstage. He was the lead producer for the Rumble, and. His producer style rubbed people through some people the wrong way. So they was talking about he supposed to be the it was supposed to be the it was supposed to be plans for him to uh, him and I guess him and Seth, but I don't know if that how if that's still going to continue or whatnot. Oh but really, he, Seth? Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Right, but they were saying his producer style rubbed people the wrong way backstage. So I, I don't, don't know. I don't want. Um... Shame it, man. I mean, you know he already gonna take unnecessary risk. I don't want him out here. If it's a cage match, Shane going, Shane jumping from that cage. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I'm I'm very fearful of uh, of that. So I said some. I had some. I said some something about Anthony Ogogo on the um, dark match. Dark match. So. Apparently, he wrestled his first match in progress, I guess, hmm. um, a while ago, probably like either the end of last year or probably early this month. <laughs> and guess what happened? What's up? Guess what happened? This is he, got, he got hurt? No, he didn't get hurt. Oh, that's good. He lost. I don't know if, what the match result was, 
Okay. So the match apparently is on is a special I guess if you if you order progress through their website or if you go through progress and and the match is only available on their demand service. Wonder why? Because they no longer are affiliated with WWE, right? No, they still are affiliated with WWE. They still are because they still show progress shows on the network mm. or on Peacock. Mm. Where can you go sign to? Oh, AEW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know they're not going to show no AEW talent on the WWE Network. <laughs> That's just like one time I forgot who it was posting a wrestling at an indie show. It might be the Evolve show or somebody else. And they might have been Street Profits, but then... And they was pulled the rest of somebody from AEW, but then they got pulled because we don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> this somebody wants to put a, put the bug in the air and say, "Hey, they wrestle for um, they wrestle for so and so." Yeah. Or maybe get an impact, and he was just like, "Nope, we're pulling out talent from that match." And it was like, they put out things saying. Um, they will um, put a, a statement talking about how they were disappointed that this was a decision that was made and everything. Right. But um, yeah, it, crazy. Um. Yeah, so it's a lot of yeah, but it was like yeah, a lot of people came back. Um, Sarah Logan and Liv had a reunion in the backstage at the Rumble, and um, Naomi and Cameron did as well too. You know, it was a lot of talk. Like you said, a lot of talk about people supposed to have been coming to the show. Who both have been who's gonna be backstage at the show? Who's gonna be wrestling on this day or that doing the other? But look, you know, like you said, can't take the um, you can't take the word of the rest of these wrestling um blogs, you know, Uncle Dave and um, Brian Alvarez and Sean Ross Sapp and Ryan Satin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those guys. Those guys. Um, you know, they get odd scoops. Well, Meltzer gets, Meltzer claims to have an inside person, but, um, you know, Sir wants to get the scoops. Still wants to see somebody super kick Sean Ross Sapp in his face. <laughs> just do it for me. Him and Ryan Sapp, just do it for me. Just, just, somebody just, just do it or Photoshop that. Shawn Michaels um, backstage where he was like he super kicked Shawn Spears into like next year <laughs> you know well um, that's really what I got cause um you know I guess what's, what happens tomorrow AEW um 
supposed to be CM Punk and MJF finally. Yeah, finally. Will it happen? We don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Because some shenanigans can happen and he could be like, he's not wrestling. Mm-hmm. You're right. I guess the, the Adam Cole Orange Casting match didn't count because it was like so. You know it. Um, AEW is supposed to be the inclusive, inclusive show, but you know we only see random black folks in the show. <laughs> you want to see the black black people wrestle in that company? Yeah, watch the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Monday and Tuesday nights. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's all. Um, that's all I got. Um, don't know if anything's gonna pop up in wrestling because you know how how they how how they like to you know, they like to set tell news after we record. Oh yeah, that's always how uh, that's always how it works usually, especially on those slow nights. Uh, you'd be like, oh, we got two things. I was like, oh, oh well, they're setting us up to drop the bomb. Uh, right. Speaking of the bomb, uh, Samantha Irvin, great job. Ring announcer at the Royal Rumble. Lots of energy. Looked great in the red. Best I pushed up a Ricochet woman. <laughs> you really think Ricochet got hands? I'm not worried. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I wonder I wonder if Kate and Kat, Kat and Garen Zero has a block has both of them blocked. Oh, I'm pretty sure she does. <laughs> she she definitely is not wanting to see any of their um happy lovey dovey relationship. Cause that was her at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I'll turn it over to you, sir, at this point for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Nars. Um, never episode. Shout out to um everybody on the on the network. Sammy and Jay for doing ladies night last week and CJ I lost so you can't say I didn't I didn't I didn't cheat <laughs> I watched it I cheated and I did um shout out to um Anwar and Terry's boy shout out to um all my folks in the live in the live spaces Black Howl Black Howland Black Marvel um Miss V Jubilee Jula, who says that, you know, I can't give up on the show because I keep her abreast with all the stuff that goes on that she doesn't watch. Um, shout out to Alyssa. Shout out to whoever folks that come in and out there talking wrestling. I appreciate you all. Shout out to Didi. Saw her in the, hash- in the Rumble hashtag over the weekend. Shout out to Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. Classic. Um, Greg, uh, Cammy D, um, my girl Jay, and Nisi, um, Six Foot Apple, um, which I ain't Six Foot Apple no more. She's like changed the name yet, but I'll say Giggles, but she ain't Six Foot Apple no more. She changed her name back. 
Um, and shout out to everybody who just be down with us, you know, making, you know, watching the shows more bearable than more bearable than what it is without it. Um, y'all all rock, and I hope that um, you enjoy the AEW mixtape or album when it comes out on the 18th. <laughs> oh man, uh, thank you again, Miss Simi and Miss Jade and Max for holding it down on the ladies night wrestlecast definitely enjoyed sitting in the production booth uh for all their shenanigans uh thank you to mr mo to the underscore reese for holding the spaces and holding things down during royal rumble weekend monday night raw definitely appreciate you sir thank you to mr j to the max once again for her commentary outside of the twitters uh when she watched the uh, royal rumble had some fun interactions back and forth with her <laughs> Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. Shout out to Anwar and Jupiter Jula from Miss V. Uh, Queen Mel Mindy uh, and, uh, uh, and and her job on the podcast with uh, Miss Jupiter Jula. That was a very good preview of the Royal Rumble. I enjoyed that a lot. They did do that. Yep, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, so and just thank you to everybody like I said earlier at the start of the show who used the hashtag Rumblecast and a live tweet who showed up in the spaces continued to rock with us Black Marvel, Black Howling um, you know, Kyle Wren you know, our normal yeah. our normal crew that hangs out in the spaces and and has a lot of fun <laughs> putting things on the Summer Jam screen uh, from the other various the Titan Tron excuse me for excuse me the Titan Tron Queen Mel Mindy or was it Madame Lizette that was on that preview show that was Queen Mel Mindy because what was Madame Lizette no not this time it's Queen Mel Mindy this time uh, but yeah so shout out to just everybody who rocks with us continue to support the podcast support our sponsors become a patron patreon.com forward slash CSPN media you can hear me and Mo uh, Mo give the, the full track listing of the AEW mixtape coming out so check that out on the Patreon page and you can uh, listen to the titles and, and understand the concept better uh, plus coming down the line for diversity in professional wrestling AEW so, 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 so let y'all know Don said there's two tracks in particular he will be listening to he said maybe three. He'll listen to the Brandy track, but I don't know. <laughs> Curiosity more than anything. Uh, but yeah, the the Ricky Starks and the Anthony Agogo. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I would definitely at least give it a, a listen. So those are at least two tracks out of the, what, 21, 22? Definitely 21. <laughs> that are on the, uh, on the album. But we'll figure out what that sounds like in a couple of weeks. Um, so thank you to everyone once again. And we'll see you in the hashtags, the broadcast, NXT cast, Dynamite cast, SmackDown Matters sometime this week. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. And this has been episode 307 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo.
questions about it, we can look at the footage and watch me pin Brock. One, two, three. So all you Brock Lesnar fans out there, let me ask you a question. It is! 
is official.